My first guest has had their performances lauded as expressive and wretchedly moving by Opera News, a jolt of energy and lively by the New York Times, and soon there to take the Metropolitan Opera stage in the title role of Porgy in Porgy and Bess and the role of Dr. Grenville in La Traviata. I am pleased to welcome my good friend and colleague, baritone Kevin Short. Kevin, welcome to my first podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this for me. I'm very excited. Well, thank you for asking me. Okay. All right. So let's get down to the questions. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. First question. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, has the livelihood of sing- the singing artist changed from 20 years ago? Has it changed for the worst or the better? I think probably for the worst. If you're talking about here in this country, mm-hmm. I think that the 2008 financial crisis mm-hmm. has really had an effect on companies. Mm-hmm. And even those companies that have not, um, that were not affected, have sort of, in, in a way, I think, used that as a reason to not pay the same kinds of fees. Um, I think there are far more companies with young artist programs, mm-hmm. so they're using younger and cheaper singers. So it's leaving a lot of mid-career singers in the lurch. Mm-hmm. Um, the larger companies are not as affected as some of the regional companies but without a doubt I think and I think not just here in the states but um, also in Europe right because you have the experience singing in Europe mm-hmm. quite a bit quite mm-hmm. a bit okay yeah I. everybody's pinching a penny here and there gone are the days of everything being paid for your That's right. housing your airfare and you got a predestined Let's talk diversity. Mm-hmm. You are also known for portraying other well-known operatic roles such as Zachariah in Nabucco, Bartolo in Il Babrini in Sevilla, and Jack Rance in La Fachula del, del West. And in some productions, you are the sole African production, African-American in the cast. Does that affect you as an artist? Does it affect you personally? do you see a change happening within the industry? Um, The long answer is I'm not really affected because I'm so accustomed. I'm so far in my career that, and so used to being the only. Mm -hmm. Once I left Morgan as an undergrad, then Curtis and Juilliard, um, since the mid to late 80s, I've been in the minorities, so I'm used to it, um, and I think that's helped me as it pertains to going going to Europe, mm-hmm. um, whereas a lot of Americans are not as comfortable, especially some of my friends who are good old boys, when they go to Europe, they're so used to being um, comfortable mm-hmm. that when they go there, and they're not necessarily catered to in the way they would Decated to in the States, they find it unsettling. For me, it feels like the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm not bothered by it. Um, there have been some places that I've sung um, that outside of the theater, it may feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, but as long as I'm with in the theater with like-minded people, it's been okay mm -hmm. so far. Does that answer part of your yeah, question? Yeah, the other part. Um, do you see a change happening in the industry? You know what's interesting? I think this 2019 has been the year, at least the summer of the black opera. You had Blue, you had the opera, um, Terrence Blanchard's opera mm -hmm. in St. Louis mm -hmm. that received a lot of acclaim. Mm -hmm. And I think that if the business on the whole and the Met see some kind of financial payoff, there will be a change. And it seems to be that this is the year when people are sort of recognizing that there's a market out there and this is interesting and we've tried it one way for so long and the business is still suffering. This is new and this is fresh. Mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering how long it will be sustainable. Yeah. Because I remember, and you probably remember, because mm -hmm. um, you were involved in the Porgy, mm -hmm. I was involved in Malcolm X's City Opera. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling about those two operas. I think at X, at City Opera, we thought that this was going to be somewhat of a change. I think it scared mm -hmm. a lot of people. Mm. Because it did so well. It did so well. And then, of course, we're talking more than 30 years ago, but to have us around in that space, mm -hmm. there may have been a bit of a backlash in some ways similar to what happened with Barack Obama, our president. All of a sudden, people thought, wait a minute, this may be too much. Mm. Because I'm wondering why it took 30 years for to return to the Met mm, when it question. was a financial, obviously even then a financial success. Right. And sometimes our energy, sometimes what we bring to the table, if people aren't accustomed to it, um, right. it can be scary for a lot of folks. Change. Right. Change, well, change is always change scary. is always scary. Yeah, right. Always scary. But I think we are more equipped now, and the country is a bit more evolved mm -hmm. than 30 years ago. So we'll a see. Bit. A bit, yes. <laughs> so I'm hopefully optimistic. We'll Good. see. I'm not. You're not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm the pessimist. But you know what? You have a right to be. Look at the fact of the matter is, is that you have a president. The mm -hmm. fact that he is he has done what he has done, mm -hmm. talking about <laughs> our current president and yet he's still popular enough mm -hmm. to garner that kind of support in this country it's mm -hmm. with all of the things mm -hmm. I mean wherever you turn mm -hmm. whether it's 20 some odd women that are suing him whether it's the, the young folks down there on the border mm -hmm. all of his minions that have been locked up mm -hmm. Can you imagine if President Obama? Oh, please. 
So that makes me wonder. We still have a lot of folks out there that need to evolve and um, yeah. need to be educated. True. And some of those folks are in our business, yeah. on the boards. Quite a, quite, mm-hmm. quite a few. Quite a few. All right. Question number three. Okay. Mephistopheles and other bad guys. This is your 15-minute call. We have 15 minutes before we start. 15 minutes, please. 15, 15. Thank you. Okay, we can always edit that out. Mephistopheles and Other Bad Guys, your solo album. Why that title? Do you think the villains in opera get a bad rap? And uh, why? which do you enjoy more, playing the villain or the love interest? Okay, that's right, like so. three-pronged. Yeah, yeah, three-pronged question. <laughs> the first one was... Yes, like, why that title? Why that title? That had a lot to do with the producer, Pentatone, and those yeah. folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more varied material for, since I'm a bass, baritone, low voice, mm-hmm. um, and I play the evil guy oftentimes, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot more material when you're speaking of devils and bad guys. So they were responsible for that mm-hmm. title, and they're based in Amsterdam. Okay. So... All right. I left that up to them. Okay. Um, do you think villains in opera get a bad rap? Yes and no. I mean, they... <clears throat> not really. I mean, the devil is the devil. Right, the true. Is, true. I um, think I want to rephrase that question. Let me rephrase the question. Baritones often play the villains. Right. Yeah, so... so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess... There are very few... Uh, the only one... I can only think of one opera... Where the baritone is the love interest, and that's Porgy. And Figaro in oh. Mar- Marriage of Figaro. Oh, Figaro in Marriage of Figaro. Okay, right. There aren't right. a lot. There aren't a lot, no. And there aren't a lot of tennis who are devils. Right, true. Or the villains. Or villains. Yeah, very few. Though that could be interesting. Yes, yes. But I don't know if it's the timbre of the voice um, that lends itself toward that. So, yes, in that case, I think we do get a bad rap because I would love to play. To sort of piggyback on your third mm-hmm. question, I would mm-hmm. love to play more of a romantic interest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you get to do that in Porky. In Porky, which is great, I do, which is great. Marriage of Figaro. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's about it with that one. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number four. Okay, you and I have performed in more than a few productions of Porky and Bess. Many of them, you have been the principal Porgy, or you have shared the role. For the most part, evenly. In this production, the Met, that's not the case. You are you were contracted as the cover with two performances. As someone with so much experience in this role, why did you accept this contract? Um, because sometimes at the Met, the hardest thing is to um, have your voice at there the Met to sing. I figured even one performance or two, as is the case this time, is better than not having. And I have, to this point, never sung a role there that will be as large as Porky. Mm -hmm. And I've often said, if given a chance, if they could see what I can do, Mm -hmm. um, maybe that could make a difference. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was sort of a no-brainer to accept it. yeah, a long time ago, and I, 
Chris Montaliano uh, said to me when I was a student that just getting into the house is a feat. And I believe that. Mm -hmm. And just to have the opportunity to sing a role like that, um, a leading title character, right. is um, something that's never happened. So that's why okay. I accept it. All right. Good. All right. Now, surprise question. Uh -oh. <laughs> now, not much of a surprise because you had a choice of, you saw the whole list of questions that were given. Okay. Your dating life. Mm-hmm. You're single. Yes. Single man. Mm -hmm. How do women you're dating respond when you tell them that you're an opera singer? Um... And do you date, well, the question is, do you date outside of the business? Yes. Right now, there's a woman that I started seeing. Oh, do um, tell. Okay. <laughs> you don't think about any names. Um, just, okay. Um, that I grew up with, actually, ah. in Southern Maryland. Mm -hmm. um, she knew that I was a singer because we grew up in the same church. Okay. And I sang in the gospel choir there. Mm -hmm. But my history has been that they find it very strange. Yes. To see a brother in the business. Mm -hmm. um, strange in what way? Can you that hear? it's off the beaten path. I don't. First of all, there aren't a lot of us True. in the business. True. So if you say I'm, a, I'm an opera singer, oh, well, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That goes for right. Anyone, yeah, um, that's true. True. Yeah. Um, and they say, oh, I never met an opera singer before. Exactly. Yeah, that's that line. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. There's so few of us. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I'm an equal opportunity dater. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't what matter. Is, what does that mean? It equal means that it doesn't matter if... If you, they're in the business or right. not. Some okay. people say, I mean, the advantage is to both. Because if, when we have to go away or we have... Right. To, um, someone in the business would understand. Would understand. Right. And someone that's not. Yeah, have, has a difficult yeah. problem with that sometimes. Especially yeah. if you're out of town and you're joined by your girlfriend, wife, or whatever. Right. And they are flying to another city and they're expecting to enjoy <laughs> and, and party and you're there right. to work. To work, right. So you can't play Charlie Tourist. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Right. And I had that. Oh, kind of scenario that once. Oh, that, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, I'm glad you're in a relationship. That's well, nice. Well, it's, it's, you know, the thing is, the fact of the matter is, is that um, it's relatively new with my schedule. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's being a little difficult. It's become a little difficult. Yeah. 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 But, but she knows. It's not new. Well, yes. this this situation may be new to her, but she knows what you do. She's known what you've done for a right, long time. Right. So right. there may be that yeah. little little piece of it that'll mm -hmm. a little saving grace there. Right. Yeah. But then again, fly them in. <laughs> fly them. Look, you know, he can. I can't play tourist, but I can fly you in, right. hang out a little bit. You know, once the once the show starts and you get those days off in between. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, and it helps if they're older too, because they don't uh, right don't require much attention. Right, they, <laughs> they understand. Right, they're right. grown up, right. mature. Right, 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 right. 
you do what you need to do to mm -hmm. make it work for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Kevin. I'm so excited that you've been my first guest yeah, on my yeah. podcast. We've known each other for a minute. <laughs> More than a minute. More than a minute. But this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And good luck in the Porgy. Unfortunately, I won't get to see it because the tickets are gone. Yes. They're gone. But I know you, I've seen you do Porgy hundreds of times, and it's going to be fantastic. I'm really, really happy yes. for you. Thank you, dear. Yes. Well, thank, thank you. you. And you have to come back.